love podcasts that just start in media res. I see what you yeah, no, no, I'm with you. Just I get, like get the ball rolling. Get it. No, I get the natural intro, make everybody feel like they're talking and right. then it's like and so we all forget I we have microphones in our hands. I never they, I never forget microphones. In your hand? Nope. You're always aware of it at all times? I'm always aware of a microphone, unlike Chevy Chase is aware of the audience reactions. It feels wrong when he doesn't have a microphone. <laughs> Welcome to Bottle Episode. Welcome to Bottle Episode. Welcome. It's the Chevy Chase Show. Tonight, not one, but two Academy Award winning actresses. Tom Scott and the MBC Orchestra. And now, he's still not ready for prime time, Chevy Chase! I'm David Piccolomini, and we're here this week with a special guest. Dane Rothenberg. Hi. Hello, boys. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And this I almost week, said welcome. Welcome. <laughs> welcome allowed, to your own podcast, boys. <laughs> you're allowed to welcome the listeners in. Welcome, listeners. That's what a good host does. Oh, you shit. know what a bad host does? Be Chevy Chase. Immediately misses oh, two basketball God. shots <laughs> as their first act oh, on their brand new talk God. show that they were paid millions of dollars to do. He shows up. Takes two shots, misses both, and they edit in a close-up of a basketball going in a hoop that was clearly not done by him. You want to know what? They say God works in mysterious ways, but I would say that's a pretty apt visual metaphor Yeah, for the entirety of that. So you God was working the... exactly as intended? For God was that working one. in a very straightforward way that day. <laughs> you couldn't write that no. you know, good of a metaphor for the intro, and I know you couldn't write that because I saw what they did write for the show. Oh my it's all. It's oh all so so so. Chevy Chase, if you don't know, very famous comedian. Town in Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> Chevy Chase is, is it a town named, in Maryland. It's named after yeah. him? Ugh. No, no. I oh. think he's. I think it's the stage name. He's named after that. He named himself after the town, or something. Who cares? Is yeah, the town I, called Chevy Chase. Or we're Chevy doing Maryland. the Chevy Chase show. Chevy Chase. We're not doing the history of Chevy Chase. I just want to do a brief. Uh, was on the first season of SNL. Launched from that. Got too popular. Immediately left SNL. Was doing a bunch of movies, uh, National Lampoon, Vacation movies, all those. Fletch. Fletch. Uh, but also known for being a real egregious asshole. Is kind of trying to stage a comeback in the 90s. <laughs> and uh, comes out with the, che- uh, the Chevy Chase show. Which is a talk show starring Chevy Chase. That's all the thought they put into it. There'll be it, it. Also, though, it might be that thing of he's like, and it'll be great. There's going to be music and sketches and all this stuff. And then it's like, well, how do we do any of that? And he's like, ah, I thought you guys handle. I, I know you guys are probably tired of hearing my take on Chevy Chase, but just I, 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 I it can't be said enough that his whole appeal is he's the clumsiest man. He has somehow made it all his years and he doesn't know how to put dr- mustard on a hot dog. Oh, what? He tore apart the entire Thing, trying to put together one hot dog what a crazy guy and it but no but that's it 
That's his whole thing. That's oh, befuddled. End of yes. He's befuddled constantly, and he's here's the thing. Chevy's an incredible pratfaller. Sure, very that's funny. It. It's actually it's funny to see like that be the evolution, like where. Uh, Chevy's close enough to Buster Keaton that you could still have an old school Pratt Faller guy in the seventies. Not, I mean, not close, but it's like still like it's like it's like a throwback yeah. thing. God, I wish Buster Keaton was hosting this show. Way better. Even he, uh, he may he's probably dead Is he by talking? this point. But even if it was just a, a corpse and a chair, it would have been a better interviewer <laughs> than Chevy Chase. There was a high pitched whine. In the background of every single... Well, that's because we were watching old VHS recordings. That still wasn't the most grating part about this. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I said it while we were watching it. I've never felt like I was watching a show that was full of talking, but also just dead air. I couldn't latch on. Like, my brain kept, like... I kept, like, going away to other places in my mind, like, daydreaming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm literally not able to take in this information. It's too vapid it's too vacuous There's well nothing. it's also nothing it's, there it's the thing it's it's fox and its infancy infancy mm. which is such a like bad it's it's very much they're trying to come out as like leather jacket vibes is the best way i can put it like but it's that like kind of gross it's uh married with children is like the popular show so they're like oh chevy is coming back it's kind of like if when they try and bring when they tried to bring back andrew dice clay Ugh. And they're like, watch out, the Dice Man's back. And now, I mean, he can do comedy clubs, but he's not, like, on TV. His TV show did not go well. The whole point of, like, a character like that on this late night talk show uh, thing, it's like, they got to be, like, the pilot of, like, what, that that metaphor about stand-up. They got to be the pilot of the aircraft. You got to kind of trust in them. But also, it's not just a boring aircraft. That's boring. No, take me on a fucking roller coaster, dude. You know what I mean? But make it safe, but make it fun and exciting. He is so not that guy. He's so. He's sorry. No, I'm not going to make the obvious. If Chevy was a pilot joke here, uh. <laughs> I'll leave that up to the listener's imagination. Because he not only takes the safe bet at every uh, choice, he he does it in a way that he thinks the audience is stupid. Well, he thinks the audience is stupid because he is stupid. That is a, great point. That is a great point. <laughs> because, like, okay. We should probably, because this is what dominates my memory of the first episode, so I want to bring it up. Goldie Hawn is a guest. Yes. Oh, my God. Goldie Hawn's son is in the audience, and it's her birthday. It's his birthday. I like you can't stop thinking about this. No, because it's mind-boggling. We're seven minutes in. So Chevy brings out a cake for his birthday, and then he drops the cake. Hilarious. Just kidding. I brought you another cake, and he gives this... He gives this guy a giant cake. Can I? And he sets one? it on. No, no. He sorry, sets sorry, it on sorry. the guy's lap, and then he tells the whole audience, "Hey, everybody, stand up!" And then that guy can't stand up because he has the giant cake, and they don't do anything interesting because that's like so funny, but not on purpose. But they never do anything, like as a joke around that. Like you, you suggested they were watching. It, they should have been like, "Hey, if you're not racist, stand up." Yeah, that's oh, like an actual yeah. joke. Like, they actually set up one of the funniest things I've ever seen and didn't realize it. 
They did not realize it. Just because it's they they forgot a fake. Ca- what, what, why does he tell him to stand up? Everybody to stand up? Because he's he, Chevy's like birthday. singing a song. Just a plot for the birthday. He's singing a song or something, and then he kisses Goldie Hawn. He kisses this guy's mom. Traps the kid, then kisses his mom. Kisses his mom. And another thing, that's okay, the Chevy plan. Yeah. The first cake they brought out, I could tell he was going to drop it because the cake looked shitty. It looked like a very boring, nothing cake. That like, okay, they got a cheap cake. Because he's got a bread to break it. Okay. But then the second cake they brought out was identical. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about this kid's birthday. Well, because they had, you know, some rehearsal cakes set by. Of course. Yeah, no. Chevy worked all day making sure you knew how to drop a cake. I love the idea that uh, Chevy Chase thought he was just going to drop a cake and have that be the bit. And they were like, no, we have a backup cake in case you drop one. And then they brought the backup cake out. He's like, am I supposed to give the kid the cake? (laughs) Yeah. What do I get out of this? Could I like Mac on Goldie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now that you're trapped, I get your mom. Dude, Goldie Hawn was coked up this episode. She was so on cocaine the oh entire. Oh my god. I mean, I guess that's what you do. The you're. I mean, it's what you do when you're. Goldie. I wonder. I wonder how many like old interviews though we would watch and be like, oh, that's cocaine because they just thought they were being bubbly. Old interviews, dude. Yeah. Any interview with Eric Andre, any interview there, I can tell when he's on coke. Okay. I was saying on his show. Not yes, yes. Not yeah. only that, but yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He has an interview with Nardwar. Dude is fucking zooted. Nice, fun. It's fun. Okay, no, no, no. It's I fun wait, to be able it. to identify. It's wait, interesting that you bring up both Eric Andre and Nardwar because they are better interviewers than Chevy Chase. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, it was a wonderful interview. Yeah, <laughs> it's wondrous. Apparently, the the whole thing with the Chevy Chase, uh, he wanted, uh, according to him, he wanted to do a cool thing. That was like a variety act, but like with kind of his like patented meanness. Finally. <laughs> like only the occasional guest, like the first episode was supposed to have uh, the host get bitten by a rattlesnake and nearly die in the first five minutes. Oh, wow. What? Instead, it starts out way better. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we see is Chevy. Oh, with the hand. Having a conversation with. Oh, my his, God. His hand has a face drawn on it. And he's like, not hey. even a good face. It's no. not even like a. They've done great hand art before. It took them two yeah. seconds to do this one. And he's like, "Hey, hand, you excited for the show?" And the hand's like, "I'm nervous." And he's like, "Me too." And then the hand pukes for about thirty seconds. You know what? It's and true? then we go to the credit. The opening also credits. The, yeah, no. It, the, also, the hand is vaguely Latin coded woman, which I guess is that yeah, just the, like that's just his woman voice. Yeah. Does it, oh, it goes high pitch voice for a woman. Oh, it goes high pitch voice for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we saw him do a woman voice in the second episode we watched. It wasn't. It didn't have the Latin accent. Yeah, oh, I'm saying it, it's a weird thing of like people make their hands Latin women. At least Chevy does. It's so does South Cartman, Park. Cartman J Lo. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like a weird tradition. I don't know why. <laughs> It might just be those two, but that's weird that it's God. happened twice. Even maybe that they were parodying Chevy Chase. I think it's from. I think they're both parodying something else. I feel like okay. those guys are niche enough to make that parody that like four people out there will get. Yeah, I mean, us and another. <laughs> but here's the thing about the opening credits, though. Right after that great puking hand sketch, yeah, cool opening credits. Oh yeah, they put effort in that. Stop motion animation or claymation or something. Something like that. They look nice. And I'm like, okay. Maybe this is not as bad as its reputation says because this show ended up canceled after, what, three weeks? Yeah. After they paid Chevy Chase millions of dollars and 
built a theater, named it the Chevy Chase Theater. Let's be real, Chevy Pace. Che- Crazy. Chevy Pace. Yeah. Chevy paid for this. Uh, you're saying like, oh, this theater was just renamed the fr- from the Aquarius or something? It's now the, to Chevy, the Chevy Chase Theater. Theater. I would God. like to look up this theater and see if it's still called the Chevy Chase Theater. Oh. It or is if not. If they immediately turned it back to the Aquarius. I'm pretty sure they immediately turned it back. <laughs> My God. My God. But after the opening Fucking credits. Uh, you may refer to the Avalon, originally known as the Chevy Chase Theater. Originally. Uh, <laughs> or the Errol Carroll Theater, briefly known as the Chevy Chase Theater in 1983. Yeah. No, that's in D.C., so it's the Errol Carroll. There was a moment. They weren't filming this in D.C. No, it's in L.A., though. That's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah. The Errol Carroll Theater uh, got turned into the Aquarius Theater from the 70s, and then it was called... Uh, yeah, and then it briefly got called the Chevy Chase. Brutal, oh brutal for Chevy. Oh my god, they did. Oh my god. There Wait, was who's? Moment. What's it called now? Uh, so it was. It was also Nickelodeon on Sunset. Nope. Yep. From 1997 to 2017. Dude, they blew Chevy out. They got that theater for so long, and Chevy got it for three weeks. Nickelodeon got it for what? Uh, Twelve years or something? Ten years. Ten, Ten years. years. Uh, the Aquarius in the 1960s and the 70s. Uh, yeah, and basically, and then uh, it's now been leased by a pair of theater operators. We're going to restore and open the theater as part of a new entertainment complex. Oh, man. Okay. We, we turned into a Chevy Chase experience. Yeah, the Chevy Chase. It's only Chevy Chase movies. <laughs> there was this weird moment halfway through the first episode where I was like, wait, hold up. Is this getting fun? Am I enjoying this? But no, it's just uh, whoopsie Goldberg came in and just started crushing it yeah there's a weird gold theme running throughout this episode Goldie Hawn, Whoopi goldberg yeah chevy chases gold oh he's got gold talent oh yeah solid gold (laughs) chevy chevy likes his ladies to shine yeah but like when when the episode starts the crowd is so excited they're like we're here for the first episode of the new tonight show we're here. This, he's going to be the new Carson, dude. Oh, oh like, God. He, com- he comes out, and they're so excited. One and of his monologues made... had one joke. Yeah, I, that was the second episode we watched. I don't know if the first monologue has one joke. Does I, any... I, I, I have blacked out a lot of that no, first you know what? He was that just first... bragging. He was just bragging. Yeah, was, that oh, first monologue, he was like, oh, I'm real excited to be here. Doing great. You guys ready for this? He didn't really do any jokes. He, he just... received flowers for a full 15 minutes at the yeah. top of his first episode. And then he went out, didn't make any jokes, and the crowd was like, oh, this is bad. Uh, like, I've never was... seen a crowd turn so quick before. There was a moment in the first episode where he goes, this sucks. Everyone wants to start dancing? Yeah. Like Ellen. He was the original uh... Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> he was the original Ellen, dude. It is so like it's a thing that uh, if you've been a celebrity for a certain amount of time, when you're just interacting one on one with people a lot, or like for like certain stage shows where it's already planned out, you forget that that's still you have to kill. Like celebrities will like you get about ten minutes of goodwill. Yes, and then after that, they're like, "We're just watching a guy kind of suck. We're just watching a guy." Do you know what do? Do you know what's interesting about that point you bring up though? I bet a lot of people would like meet Chevy Chase on the street and be excited. Yeah, hundred percent. And then they would tell people, like, "Oh, I just met Chevy Chase," and people would be like, "Oh, what's he like?" He was like, "You know what? Not a nice guy." Yeah. And then they picked him to be the late night host. <laughs> yeah. No. It. I mean, oh every. It, it is just. It's so. I think it's the. It's this weird point, like between like, nineteen eighty nine and like nineteen ninety three, ninety four, 
where like Twin Peaks comes out and like Married with Children and all these other like it becomes like TV becomes this thing of like it's a rebellion against uh, the 80s kind of polish. Oh, yeah. And you get all this kind of grungier, like, we get to- we get say whatever we want. Fuck Screw you. Screw you, Mom. I'm drinking Capri Sun for dinner. And so it's like Chevy Chase is back. He doesn't give a shit what people in power think. But he really doesn't care because, like, he doesn't want to be on the show pretty clearly. There's, no. an, there's an attitude of him where he still, like, thinks he's still a movie star. Yes. And he is above it. Well, that's, yeah, that's his shtick overall. No, but it. It's not him doing a shtick on this. Yeah, I don't know if he's smart this enough is, to have a shtick. This is a man upset where his career is. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and it and it bleeds through. Like, it doesn't uh, feel like he's doing that as a joke. I said it while we were watching it. The writing and the delivery of it feels like a video that plays before a ride at six flags. Yes. Because, like, the writing quality is lazy and phoning. And it's like people are going, you know what? No one really cares what happens here. They're waiting yeah. for the thing that comes on after. And Chevy is kind of being like, I didn't even want to do this, but, you know, they gave me some money, so I'll give them minimal effort. It's It feels lazy and phoned in, not only because it is, but because Chevy seems like the kind of guy who, um, well, I said it before, he seems like he thinks he knows everything there is to know or that mm-hmm. everything that matters. And so he doesn't have to, his opinion is the final word on everything. So he doesn't have to elaborate more than he should. So he, feel, so he feels like he gets to go like Hillary Clinton, am I right? Yeah, we all know my opinion about that, so that's hilarious on its own. Yeah, no, it's that. It's that. Oh, I said a loaded thing. It's wild that it was still so loaded in 1993. That is wild. A lot of the reactions to stuff like that hadn't changed at all. But yeah, that segment you just brought up, though, where he talks about Hillary Clinton. So they do the monologue, and then they do a weird sketch where he tries to put his hands in cement, and the cement (laughs) is too watery, and he falls in. You know, cool stuff. See, the way you're describing it, it sounds funny. It's not. <laughs> oh, no, there's also a part where he shot a water balloon at the theater to Christian. It is oh strange. God. But then, then he comes back, and it, this is where the episode kind of feels like it actually starts, where he does it's, he does essentially a weekend update from SNL. Oh, yeah. He calls it news update. That's why That's why I think they don't do the monologue, because then it would be weird to do a, because a monologue is just weekend update on in front. That's fine. They do the monologue but barely so just cut it they out really altogether. Do it barely no absolutely Open i agree the sh- have him go right to the desk and do weekend update a thousand percent yeah or just have him do it from the desk but i guess nobody did it from the desk at that time but you were just saying how they wanted to you know break trends yeah it's and also that's such an easy one it's so funny like it's he like breaks trends in such a safe way sorry to, yeah. sorry to interrupt well, yeah, but it's like it's a, it's still like a thing. Like Seth Meyers, it's like ah, not used to seeing my legs because <laughs> I don't leave the desk to do the monologue. Chevy should have been hosting in shorts, yeah, little boy pants. Like never gets out from behind the desk. And, and then, then just and then, at the end of the episode, he gets up in shorts. Every and that's time. a good gag. Yeah, I love that it. It's funny. And then he doesn't have to shoot a basketball. <laughs> It he has is a piano. He has a little piano at the desk. He, he gets to do piano. that bit. He doesn't have that in the first episode. At some point, they added a piano because it, he was like, like, "I'm bored back here." Like episode four, he was like, "I hate hosting. Can you get me a piano to play?" And then they have Chevy piano cam, which is zoomed right in on his face. Oh, and it's it's that close undershot that yeah. he's doing. It's he's doing weird, uncomfortable stuff, but. Yeah. Because he's kind of out of sync with it, he's not writing that line in the same way he mm-hmm. used to anymore. So now it's just uncomfortable. It's yes. uh, 
it's the way comedy the way comedy ages is it is slower like you don't it's it like the way I can describe it, if you're doing a bit that's like considered edgy, it's like you're trying to like dodge lasers in the ninety in like a '90s spy movie. You're just like doing a bunch of acrobatics to get around all these things. So everybody's like, "Whoa, is he gonna get singed by the lasers?" And if you do a good job, it's great. But then as the bit eight or as times go and like pro- progress, the ages, lasers move, but you are they frozen. Move, they move faster, and suddenly you're just getting singed on them, and you can feel it. It's like I see what you were trying to do. But now you're not hitting the right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's we're just watching Chevy Chase just get uh, obliterated, immediately just obliterated by lasers. You know, it feels like a bit in a Chevy Chase movie where he's accidentally like incapacitated a real late night talk show host. <laughs> and he has to pretend to be like, oh, I'm the fill in. That sounds hilarious. I'm here to host this late night show. And he's floundering up there. Oh, my God. I would love if this was that. Yes. If this was the show where he just l- pretended like he wasn't supposed to be a late night host, yeah, all of his mistakes now are charming. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very. This, but if you know what this show is also, do entirely- you know what the difference is? It looks like he's trying. Yeah, that's the only difference. Is it looks like he's trying a little bit, and you can't be this bad and not look like you're trying. This show is entirely saved if it opens with just a quick sketch. If he convinced because Johnny Carson had just retired. Yeah, if he convinced Johnny Carson to like film a video at the start, he's like, "Boy, sure am glad to be starting my new talk show here at Fox." And then he just fakes having a heart attack, and then Chevy just wanders in and is like, "You guys need a late night host or something?" <laughs> I'll do it on five minutes' notice. <laughs> Dear God, or, you, you know what I mean? Like they no, just no. got another celebrity. See, that's, the pro- up top. that's the problem. With you talking about stuff that sucks is you're describing it in a way that's legitimately interesting. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> talented. Let yeah. me host a late night show, Fox. Yes, it's uh, not. It, it, it's it's people out there like this feels fun right now. But the Chevy Chase show is such a grating, slow, painful experience. Not for me because I actually like watching Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn uncomfortably flirt. <laughs> it was, you know. What do, what do you I like mean, about it? What do you fun. like about it? Well, I was it kept raising the temperature. <laughs> it was white hot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Gold, Goldie Hawn showing up in her uh, clothes that she didn't plan on wearing on air because someone told her you can't wear those clothes, so she just had to wear a full-on uh, a Canadian tuxedo on air. Uh, yes. <laughs> and then spend the first five minutes of her interview apologizing for wearing all denim, <laughs> and then Chevy just trying to keep like, okay. Okay, how are you? That's the extent of his interview ability. He okay, okay. One more point about the aging of comedy. Uh, so much of comedy is built on being surprising. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and as things age, it's harder to be surprising. Of course, whatever. But Chevy Chase in the '90s, in the moment, is getting like celebrities to get give him like really cool, interesting answers, and then he'll come back from that with, "So you got like a day job or something?" <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Are you, what's your deal? I don't know. Who are you? It's like, bro, are you present? Not even a little bit. What the fuck? He never cuts people off when it gets boring either. No, and that's a huge. That's the thing. It's the late as a late night host. That's part of the job is like keeping the energy going, and he just lets everything go till it dies, and then kind of picks up and goes, "Oh, well, you're done. Okay, well then, I guess I have to ask another question." Yeah, you could. You should be. He's interjecting with a joke every couple seconds in their long, boring story. That's the job of the host. Because, 
I mean, we'll get we'll get to the second episode in a bit, but boy, he let Sam Elliott be Sam Elliott for a long that time. That was amazing. Uh, and then we get to a sketch that is uh, Chevy Chase in whiteface. Yeah, with a black background. Yeah, and but it's... But whiteface makes it sound like there's a racial component. No, he's just wearing, like, like geisha pow- makeup. powder. All yeah. white yeah. powder uh, makeup, but it's three of them. Three of Chevy's heads. And they're just on a black background singing some song. And moving around, kind of. Yeah. yeah they moved. Scary. It's scary. It it's genuinely unsettling. It's like, it's it's interesting to see what David Byrne would be like if he didn't have the right talent. Yeah. And it's also, we saw a preview of another episode that we didn't watch. And in the thumbnail was the, another version of that sketch. And it's yeah. like, you, you know what learn? It didn't, it didn't kill. Because we heard the crowd, there was no reaction from the crowd. This Dear whole sketch. Fucking god, they were confused. Like, do you, do you think he started this show being like, "Dude, I'm going to show those guys at SNL what they were missing. <laughs> yeah. Everything they say no to, they're about to learn a fucking lesson." They also definitely made him do Weekend Update. He didn't want to do that. The network made him do that for sure. But you know the craziest thing about that sketch is though. What's the crazy thing about that sketch? So normally, late night show, you have like a day to write it. Yeah. But for your first episode, you have months to write it. Mm-hmm. And that was what they were like. You know what's the perfect sketch to oh start off God. the show? This well, nonsense this... one where we're all in geisha makeup against a black background and our faces sing. I don't even know what that song was. It... Were there lyrics? I don't... I don't remember. It was like an acapella, weird 70s it... like waiting room theme. Yeah. It's like what you were saying about the hand has to be a reference to something that we don't get. That has to be a reference to something we don't get. I consider myself a fairly culturally literate person, though. So that is an obscure reference. That is or the... just not a reference. Maybe, yeah. Just, he just, maybe, he's just, maybe he's just doing stuff for no reason because he's stupid. Also, I checked the page for who, was, who were the writers on this show. A lot of people first-time writers. <laughs> One uh-huh. guy who had had a large career as a... Sound effects recordist and went right back to being a sound effects recordist after this. <laughs> One guy who actually went on to create uh, that '70s show. Good That's for cool. him. See, there's nothing wrong with right hiring new writers. That's no. awesome. But if you can only get green writers no, no, no one with experience wants to work he with also you also got one guy that had previously written for the pat sajak show oh i spoke too soon <laughs> yeah guys if you're enjoying the episode don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes and spotify that's great thank you so much for doing that if you have already done it if you haven't you know just tell us what shows you want to see us watch in the reviews that's great like that like if there's one listen we're very niche at this point you could have a lot of influence you specifically it's crazy okay anyway especially if you're one of my friends you probably have more influence than you realize anyway okay uh let's keep moving on if you want to follow us on instagram you can follow me at dpic comedy or daniel crow at daniel f crow or dane rothenberg at dane dot rothenberg and if you want to follow me on tiktok it is lit grandma 69 and I have a comedy special, Goblin King, out on YouTube now. Check it out. Okay, back to the episode. So originally, Fox asked country musician Dolly Parton to host would the show. Would have been so much the, better. Way better. Yeah, of course. Would have been way better. Oh, uh, that would have been a. Sh- oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Because she could have actually done a variety show thing that he's going for. She's fucking likable. What isn't likable about Chevy Chase? <laughs> I tell you what, he's... Uh, Less, I'm just about to do the stupidest fucking thing. You're allowed. It's a stupid that. podcast. 
I, Let's hear He's it. a lot less nice to look at than Dolly, I'll tell you. There what. we go. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you're going to body shame Chevy Chase <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> He's a bald king. Do you know what also? What we I'm, stand the chase. <laughs> not for his personality. <laughs> Do you know what it's interesting? I brought I up. I get revy for Chevy. <laughs> I brought up that uh, it feels like a video before a ride at Six Flags. Yeah. yeah, I've never been to Dollywood, but I bet her pre-ride videos are way more lively. Oh, than this. those must fucking slap! Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They they, they they get the crowds off their feet. I'm willing to bet you go on a ride at Dollywood, like a roller coaster, before Dollywood's like, "Hold on, y'all, you're in for a great time." And you're like, "You know what? Yeah, this could be a better ride than I ever expected." I'm just like, "Hold up, hold up, family, can we watch that a second time?" Yeah. I'm not sure I got it. I'm enough. getting back <laughs> in line to watch Dolly give me this pre pre-ride video again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. Also, I. I feel like I should mention this. Uh, they canceled a show that we may have to cover at some point. For the Chevy Chase show? Uh, yeah, for the Chevy Chase show. They ended the show. They were like, sorry, we got to make room for this. Uh, and that show is called Studs. Oh, so they replaced it with an even bigger stud. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> the stud of all. The one stud can replace many studs. <laughs> this is Fox, right? Yes. Okay. And God. <laughs> Studs. Is, is there a Z that is end with a Z? It's, it's only Zs, but it's pronounced studs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Zs. Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z Z. And the Fox executive is like studs. Who is this show? It's actually pronounced studs. And then the executive is like, can we make it more edgy? Well, originally it was going to be screw, but then they were like. We originally called it Fuck Town. <laughs> <laughs> we call this show Fuck City. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, okay, this is unrelated to the Chevy Chase Good. show. But uh, there was a joke in Arrested Development uh, where Job's like, we're going to call this place Fuck City. Yeah, that was the exact reference I was making. Of course, yeah. That's what <laughs> that's what I remembered. And uh, the joke is that how ridiculous that would be. And then years later, someone names their podcast Come Town. And pretty much on name recognition, no, they are f- hilarious guys. It's oh, a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you tell someone, yo, check out Cumtown. You don't have to say a lot more than that. I'm curious already. And just, 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 just. Should we the change the name is... of this podcast to Studs? Yes. All right. I'm saying you I need think we some should sex change it to appeal. Fucktown Podcast. Perfect. Fucktown USA. Fuck pod, pod fuck America. Okay. Um, yeah. These oh, two podcast anyway. hosts will fuck you. Yes, Perfect. you, the listener. Perfect. <laughs> Hold on. Studs uh, had three men or two men go on the same blind dates with three women. Uh, and then they had to answer questions about the dates and figure out stuff about it. And then they would win stuffed hearts. And the end of the game, the person who won got was the ultimate stud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go on this. My ego just was like, I need I am the biggest stud. This is the episode we will be watching if we do studs. <laughs> uh it'll be the episode where there was a contestant in nineteen ninety two appeared in the show uh Amira two years before he was murdered. Ron Goldman. <laughs> Wait what? Oh. oh he was he was murdered uh, alongside <laughs> with yeah uh, the, the, the one Nicole Simpson. Yeah yeah <laughs> uh, Nicole Simpson Brown. Yeah. Or no. Nicole no. Brown Simpson. OJ, Nicole Brown OJ Simpson, yeah. Simpson murdered him. Yes, allegedly. He was exonerated uh, in criminal, but not civil. You guys just got yourself a podcast subscriber. Thanks. <laughs> I like that we had you on. You're like, I'm not listening. But wait, studs with wait, Ronald Goldman? Hold up. You guys are going to get into true true crime adjacent? Hold up. 
Also, the show was getting pretty high ratings. Studs? Yeah. Studs <laughs> was doing well in young markets. <laughs> and they're like, I know what the kids are going to love. Old Chevron Chase. 50-year-old <laughs> man being I think, I condescending think to Chevron guests. Chase. I think Chevy has to change his name to Chevron after 50. Yeah. I think he should have had to, like, it's like, sorry. Chevy if was my popular ever, persona. If any of us ever get big enough... <laughs> Call me Chevron. <laughs> if any of us are ever lucky enough to be big enough to interview Chevy Chase for any reason, I want us to all have a pact that we only refer to him as Chevron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here interviewing Chevron E. Chase. Okay. <laughs> They're pinky swearing we pinky right now. Um, we all pinky, pinky swear, swear two ways, and I'm sure you guys will do it later independently. We often do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a blood pact. Uh, we often yes. do. <laughs> so they canceled studs for Chevy. Yeah, they canceled it completely. They were just like... But Chevy kept a good amount of studs because there was an uncomfortable date between him and Goldie Hawn. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, it was so bad. They fucked after that, didn't they? Uh, No, because she was trying to leave during Whoopi's interview, and then Whoopi forced her back on stage. Yeah, but yeah, then she was like about, going through her bag and like yeah. being like, look at this one, and she could have left. Yeah. No, at that point, she was already on. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about Whoopi Goldberg during the though. interview during the commercial break. I sure she could. That you're right. She could have left, but she was already she was on cocaine. Well, she yep. had to. She took her wild leave. Yep. She, she had to free her son from underneath that cake. <laughs> <laughs> he was encumbered by this cake. Uh, Legends has it so he's still there to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's on. She is doing the most work to be a host. She is turning genuinely it, entertaining. It becomes the Whoopi Goldberg show where she's interviewing Chevy Chase. Yeah. I've actually we've. Uh, I've done that. I feel like we're like I've done enough podcasting where that I go on a thing with a bad host and I'm like, don't worry, I'll keep us on the rails. Let's just let's keep these anecdotes short. Let's Dane, keep can you going. Believe he thinks he's a good podcast. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, I know how many people listen to this podcast, so the evidence not good. <laughs> people only want to hear me talk about fucking. Oh no. <laughs> Well, then this is a good episode for them because we all saw what Chevy and Goldie were doing. I, but, as a, but as a good podcast host, I can tell you what people want to hear is um, uh, beans. Uh, people want to talk about uh, the weather and my dad. Uh, Which all is three everything things Chevy brought up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, go on. Well, Whoopi, Whoopi goes in. I don't. What were her anecdotes? Her anecdotes were she brought in a pair of shoes for Chevy that she, right. she wore the fir- on the first episode of her show that talk show that she hosted as oh, good luck yes. her yeah. talk show was canceled very early and chevy uh gets the shoes and immediately smells them yep yes smells like you did have a good time in these shoes which he, great oh. joke not creepy and he said he yeah. said to her so you're playing uh, a new instrument i forgot the instrument was and she says yes and he's like i would love to uh come over to your house and just play with it sometime and she's like, yeah, you can come over to my house and play with all the instruments and play with whatever. And he's like, Oof, uh, 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 a miss lady. But then what's it's weird about it Chevy. is he's doing all of that. Already. He's doing all the innuendo and then she's like, yeah, you could do the innuendo. And he's like, oh, uh, well, I would never. Yeah, she's comfortable with her sexuality. I think and that throws him. I he think needs... we're being unfair because okay. Chevy Chase really... You know, he was a groundbreaker in that he was the first autistic late night host. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay. No, because his questions are weird. At one point, he just asked Whoopi Goldberg, have you ever been bald? Yep. <laughs> That's yep. just a question he asks out of nowhere. And Wh- Whoopi saves it. She she makes it into something. Every yeah. episode is a bad dinner party at Chevy's house. 
No, yeah, it, it felt like speed dates that weren't going well. <sighs> and, so, okay. By the way, the Whoopi Goldberg show went from 1992 to 1993, so she had just ended. She did better than Chevy. Yeah. Yeah, she got 112 episodes. It's entirely possible. Way better than Chevy. Hers probably ended because, you know, she was still a movie star. Uh, she, she was like, oh, okay. So I've got I've got some downtime between Sister Act 1 and 2. You know the crazy Might as well take this big paycheck. Yeah. I love that you want to give her that kind of credit. I just assume I got canceled for low ratings like a lot of daytime TV shows. Do. Well, he, she didn't. Okay. She had won an Oscar a year or two before she got that that talk show. She didn't need to do that. She probably wanted to do that. Probably also, wanted to. And then yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. man, I'm bored. I can do other stuff. Also, has Chevy ever won an Oscar? Two. Never. Oh. Ha- uh, who's still working to this day? Uh, Whoopi. Both. 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 What does Chevy, Chevy do? Does much. What does Chevy do? Uh, you know, very cheap movies. What does Whoopi do? She's on the View. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who's really working? <laughs> Us. We're, we're there. We go. Yeah. We're trying to find an hour. Oh. We're trying to find an hour yeah. of things to talk about about the Chevy Chase show. <laughs> uh, Which also, I'm just now realizing, couldn't they have come up with another name? Like that's the laziest name you can get. Like, I'm sure. No, no, no. If you're trying, if you're Fox and you're trying to launch your own late night talk show. You call it Chase. No. Oh, that would have been better. No, no. You might want to call it something, you know, because the Tonight Show can Even run forever. Chevy. You can replace the host. Now it's the Tonight Show with the new host. Mm. You can do the Late Show. You've replaced the host. You're Fuck fucked. Down City with Chevy Chase. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tra- trap a boy with cake. Kiss the mom with Chevy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cake Trappers with Chevy Chase. <laughs> It's a better show. I would love to watch that show. Just cake him, trappers. Just him putting cakes on people's lap and be like, can you just watch my cake? And then cool things happen around them. Nope. Every episode, he's just kissing up. their moms. They can't get up. Just kissing mom. Kissing no, every episode ends with uh, them finding Chevy Chase having sex with their mom. Because they don't have the willpower of Goldie, huh? Yeah. Oh, Chevy. But yeah, Whoopi, Whoopi dominates the interview. She oh, makes it, easily. She makes it watchable briefly. Yeah, people. The audience is having fun, and then it gets very uncomfortable from downtown. Three because pointer. because Whoopi after the commercial break, she's like, "Can you get Goldie back out here?" I got right before the co- commercial oh, break. Yeah, is it right before? Uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, so then she's like, "Can you get Whoopi or she? Can you get Goldie out of here?" And she's like, "Goldie, people keep coming up to me in public and being like, are you Goldie Hawn?'" What? But Goldie Hawn is leaving. She was leaving. Yeah, she was leaving. Yeah. She had her bag. They had to throw a microphone on her. She last had just second. freshly powdered her nose. Yeah. She, she comes outside and she is. Barely saying words. Yeah. So every so, time someone says something to her, she goes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I will say: there is a thing when you do stand up, you'll have like I'll have like two drinks before the set, and then afterwards you're like, oh, I'm done. I'll do a shot or something. So we're seeing the cocaine of I'm done working, and that is what we're watching because she is <laughs> all, she is fully on the rails off the rails. So now here's here's what Whoopi says, and Whoopi's getting big laughs. Yeah. Because she's like pointing to her and Goldie and being like, how would you ever confuse us? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to say exactly what Whoopi says. And I'm not even going to feel comfortable, even though I'm quoting Whoopi. And Whoopi goes, uh, "I'm look at me. I'm a negress. She's a white girl. And she says that and it gets a big laugh. But then Chevy, who should not who's not quoting Whoopi at this point, who should not be doing this. She tries. He tries to say, come on. Goldie also has negress in her. But he kind of mumbles that, and he gives up on that joke halfway through. But he gets enough of it, it out. 
it doesn't come out sounding like it, it comes out sounding like it should have been censored. <laughs> it is not great. How much funnier now, this would is it be? His first How episode. much funnier would it be if it if it went? Uh, now Goldie has a little burp in her. <laughs> that would be way funnier. <laughs> that would have been so much oh, worse. No. Too. Way worse. Way worse. Agree. It, it would have been like, I, yeah. Because then it's like, no, no, he did not. <laughs> I wish it was like an old timey sound effect, like the ones like just From like where, crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah, where it's like. Thank God, Goldie has a little <laughs> in her. <laughs> like, oh, God. oh, it was so uncomfortable, and it's like, why, why is that the joke? You think? Chevy, that was the joke she was making. Also, that wasn't an invitation to get for thing. you to make the joke. Here's the thing: is even that joke is. Are people really coming up to Whoopi Goldberg asking if she's Goldie Hawn? No, but Whoopi's a funny person making a funny joke. I okay, I get. I don't know. I just think it's like it's. And you such know, a, you're a comedian. People come up to you and make stupid jokes all the time. People are like, "Hey, are you Goldie Hawn?" They say that to every uh, comedian. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. This guy last night, we were setting up a show, and uh, the show. Why do I say a show? Like, like it's mysterious. We all yeah. did a show last night, and uh, this guy, uh, we walked up to the mic for a second to like do a test. And this guy was like, oh, do a test joke. And it's like, ha, no. Yeah, I'm off the clock right now, buddy. I'm not not your dancing monkey, pal. I mean, we are, but not at the moment. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so I excited. do it when I choose, not I'm when so, you say. I'm so excited to edit this part out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> edit that part out, but just leave in the part where you're like, I'm excited to edit this part out. Just five seconds of dead air. Yeah. And then this explanation. <laughs> Put in uh, un, uh, uh, divorce from any context. I'm not your dancing monkey. Then <laughs> yeah. more five minutes of dead air. Then I'm excited to edit. And this then out. the podcast just fades out. Forty-two minutes. Let's talk about the next. Episode. And then forty-two you minutes ch- in or forty-two minutes left. Forty-two minutes in. Oh my gosh, we have a second episode to get through. Oh my. Okay. It's just so much to talk about, Chevy. <laughs> Chevy Chase second episode. He does literally one joke in his monologue. My God. He does one joke one in his joke monologue. One joke in the episode. Sort of. What was the joke even? I can't. Okay, here's the joke Chevy Chase does. Uh, a 92-year-old woman oh, was just yeah. given 30 days in prison for littering. That's the setup. And then he's like, and they let her out after three days. This is the revolving door that keeps uh, the, our streets unsafe. That's the joke. And then they go right to. Yeah, uh, and he had so many more words. Which is a fine. Yeah. That's a fine joke. It's the, the worst version of that it. joke. Yes. The better version of that joke that subverts expectations better is a uh, 92-year-old woman just given 30 days in prison for littering. And the crowd goes, oh. And they're like, yeah, I know. Not enough time. Yes. Easy. It's Boom. less words. It gets the same point across. But he does that one. He does his one joke. It, and it literally is the like problem, a minute-long joke of that. And the problem with Chevy is when he says the punchline, he wants to now live in that world for two more minutes yeah. of just like, isn't that great? Um, but the surprise has happened, bro. We know. Yeah. So then there's a weird edit, and he's like, all right, we got a great show. Uh, he's chewing gum. Oh, yeah. He's, he's chew- chewing gum. He's chewing gum during that monologue. And then... Oh, Quite obviously, wait, it's no, not he, like we snuck sneakily wait, saw no, it. That's what bothered me so much about it, because the joke is whatever. The joke is fine. It's a monologue joke by Chevy Chase. You should be better at them. He did Weekend Update. Yes. Uh, or News Update. Uh, but yeah. he takes gum and puts it in his mouth. And then starts chewing it, does one monologue joke, doesn't mention the gum, and then just moves on. There's no payoff to it. He just kind of eats gum. Yeah. It is funny. If he was funny this whole time, we would be like, that's brilliant. When we're describing it, it sounds surreally interesting in a way Tim and Eric is. Yeah. But that's not. No, that's, and I think that might be the thing is it may be we're watching a guy who is out of time, out of his own time 
not hire people who are exciting, cool writers who are doing things. Like if he's probably Chevy Chase by a good hired, writer. probably. Well, that's why he's hiring sound effect guys. Uh, but he hired like if he had hired like a young Tim and Eric in the early nineties, he would not have let any of their ideas through. Yeah. Well, sure, that's what I'm saying. But this is um, this is actually this is how I'd improve the show. I'm gonna I'll slide it in here, I guess. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but if he had let someone like Tim and Eric, or I'll just repeat this, uh, Tim and Eric, uh, like be on that show with him, or like do something like that. Then you can start doing those like Brechtian style anti comedy things, like the host dying. There's a funny version of the show where Chevy Chase gets bit by a snake in the first five minutes of the yeah. episode, and the rest of the episode is guest hosted by his twin who is inept yeah. and doesn't know what's supposed to be happening on the show. But this that's a fun back. premise that keeps that kind of weird energy of I don't really know what I'm doing going, and it's fine. Because he's not supposed to be a smarmy big host. Anyway, I'm talking too this much. Is, this is my let's go back to my issue with Chevy. He is I don't think that would work because I don't think he trusts another person enough to have a better idea than his own. Yeah, I absolutely. Feel, yeah. I Chevy, feel like every joke on there was his. He never yes, let any writers go through. I I, I I believe he is genuinely uncurious about the world around him. Yeah. He, I think he knows all that he thinks there is to know and What's the point of being surprised? Why be? Why would I be curious? I know what's the surprising. Wo- I'm clumsy. Why would I be curious about the world around me? I know Chuck Mingus. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we watched three other interviews. We could do them pretty quickly because they're all kind of nothing in different we ways. We watched out of context his interview with Henry Rollins, where Henry Amazing. Rollins clearly hates Chevy Chase. Yeah, because well, Chevy Chase is talking down to him. He's like, "What do you even tell people you do?" And it's like, oh, well, I run a printing company. I have a band that tours internationally. Who is a fucking rock star, dude? He, he hangs what? out with, he's doing a project with Rick Rubin. He's yeah. filming a movie. Yeah, it was he's just. A fucking rock star, get off his ass. Yours, yeah. He just really went off on Chevy. Because, it's, yeah, it's 1993. So he's like, who's this little punk rock guy? I think the movie, he's literally. I think he's like, yeah, I'm filming a movie. I think he's referring to Heat. <laughs> I think that's what he's referring to <laughs> at the time. <laughs> uh, he also, uh, Chevy Chase is like, talks about jazz but then just immediately brings up frank sinatra and then henry ron's like yeah i know more about jazz than you and just goes off about jazz well and then chevy who does is a musician that is a real thing chevy is like a good musician uh what was it subjectively what's what's the the band again what's the weird steely dan yeah chevy chase was almost in steely dan he declined to be in steely dan but then, uh, like all the jazz people, Henry Rollins list, he's like, you know what? I know all those guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're friends. Oh, yeah. He's that kid <laughs> on the playground. He's on the kid on the playground who has all the superpowers plus the force field. Also, just nah. Yeah. Not nah, You didn't shoot me? No. Chevy Chase's dad works at Nintendo, so he knows all the new Pokemon yeah. that are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom is actually Game Shark, so I have all the codes. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the Henry Rollins interview. Sorry, there was an ambulance in the distance. <laughs> um, and then, so that was not the episode that we watched. But on the episode we watched, it was Pam Anderson. Which, uh, which she handles well. She handles well because it it's mostly him just opening copies of Playboy in front of her. Well, giving no, copies of Playboy to his band to look at. Yeah, and they're doing the full, like, we're looking at you naked right now. Yep. It is very uncomfortable. She yeah. handles it incredibly well. She but brings it, up, you know, so I'm doing karate right now. No big deal. And then he keeps trying to get her to do karate. Yeah, what and the she fuck? Doesn't, she doesn't want to do karate. Because she's only had six lessons uh, or whatever. Five lessons. Oh, my God. She calls her out on. Uh. I also, yeah, and then he's, like, trying to look, and she's like, no, don't look, that's my second shoot, or whatever. He's, like, try, 
Like, imagine, like, he's just got her, like, naked pictures right there on the desk. Bro, like, this is cool, right? The, so, I, when we were watching that, there's, like, there's one way this is a good joke. And that's if when Sam Elliott comes out, he brings out a bunch of fake Sam Elliott playboys. And just starts oh, looking yeah. at him in front of Sam Elliott. Incredible Or, like, uh, so, yeah. Sam Elliott, this is your... Uh, Freaking Kashi cereal. Yeah. This is your just your friend. What is that cereal? Kashi? But I don't friends. Know. So anyway. But it's still Sam Elliott nude in, with a Kashi box but over the, his dick. Ah! When Sam Elliott does come out, though. Oh, wait, wait. We have to include one thing because oh. there is a timer that we've forgotten about. Oh, yeah. It's a very important forget? timer. I forgot at the start of the episode. Never forget. He gets like a, a bucket from a restaurant where people put in their business cards for a free meal. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to call one of these cards, and if they uh, if they come to the studio, they can have this meal that we have prepared for them. And he calls a few numbers before anyone picks up. They do not edit any of it out. No, and it's not funny. He's it's not, not making funny. Fun. He's not doing any jokes. He does his Chevy thing where he's incompetent. Yeah. And so then we just talk to some guys. Like, can you come down here? And the guy's like, yeah, All right. I'm an acupuncturist. I'm an acupuncturist, and I have a patient. And Chevy's like, bring him. Dude, my so fan. Oh, sorry. We have a timer at the bottom of the screen the whole time. It's like countdown to meal. They have forty minutes. It's what is it? It's just some fancy restaurant is catering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but, to, be, to be fair to Chevy Chase, it is so funny watching an almost sixty-year-old man yeah. Yeah. N- pretend to not know how to work a phone. Dude, like he's never seen it before. Like he's a little dumb do baby. Do I got oh, area code? What do I got? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But then Sam Elliott comes out. And Sam Elliott is uh, he's uh, promoting the film Gettysburg, and Chevy just lets him talk, and Sam just gets into the film production so, in the most boring it, way possible. Let me just say he it's it's so much worse. What happens is it's because Sam Elliott literally goes first question. They go out there, they say hi. He goes, "Oh, I'm a big fan of your work. You provided me a lot of laughs in my life and everything." And then uh, the first question on Chevy Chase's mouth is just about Gettysburg. He goes, oh, publicity, and then just starts monologuing about Gettysburg. <laughs> Sam Elliott turns off, and the monologue begins. He, I, I swear, he goes, oh, publicity. And he's like, oh, I'm not having fun on Chevy Chase's show. We're doing a standard interview. Got it. That's what's happening. And then at first he's like, well, you know, uh, it was a bit hard on Gettysburg. Because, you know, we were actually the first production that they let film on the actual battlefield at Gettysburg. Uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty hot. hot out there, and they were using pretty authentic, period-appropriate uh, cloth for our <laughs> costumes. And, you know, it was pretty hot for us to imagine what it was like for the soldiers. <laughs> and he just keeps going on. It's just, about, it's about, just, like, the production details. Just yeah. every single, like, when we had a writer on staff we paid $3,000 for, yeah. that was a nice day. And he they did were... three drafts, and it got better every time. <laughs> <laughs> I like craft services. They have some tasty food there. At one point, he discusses how the film was in production limbo for 13 years. Interesting. He's not, no, he's like, no, well, know, you know, know. they had written yeah. the script, and, there, you know, there wasn't really a market for it until Ken Burns' Civil War came out, and then Ted Turner came through. Ted Turner's looking to get into movie production. Dear so God, Ted Turner uh, put up the money for Gettysburg. And <laughs> Chevy Chase is stopping none of it. Chevy Chase is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's just letting him Once again, what we're describing sounds entertaining. If Eric Andre was on the other side of this, yeah. but it's so incompetently done by Chevy Chase. That is the uh, issue. It has nothing truly I wish I to could... do with Chevy necessarily. It has nothing to do with the ideas. It's so 
poorly done. If Eric Andre just had Sam Elliott come on and talk about the Civil War for 20 minutes, <laughs> well, he just let him do it, and you just waited for the payoff. And then at the end, like, you know, he shot Sam Elliott. It was like, that's the whole thing. It, like, the thing is, Eric Andre is likable and talented. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. It, no, and Chevy Chase is talented. You were still laughing at him falling down. He has a talent. Uh, it, it's silly. Fine. He is talented, Fine. but he is not able to let anyone else work with him in any way, yes. which allow, which makes his work so singularly bad most of the yeah. time. It's just the same Especially thing. when he has the power to isolate himself at that level. You want to know what it was? I watched Community when I was in high school. I love that show to this day. Yeah, absolutely. He's on it, of course. And um, there's a scene in one of the first episodes where he, it's like a end credits gag where he's trying to put mustard or whatever. No, it's whatever right at the beginning of the pilot. It's in the beginning of the pilot. It's introduction as a character, <laughs> or it's it's, no. it's in the cafeteria and he's trying to put the mustard on the hot dog that it the one doesn't have and then the other one squirts out too much and he stuffs it in the bread. That is also happens, but there is a whole end credits gag in the first season. I'm pretty sure oh. where he just tears apart a whole. And it might not be hot dogs, but it's like a food thing. Oh, he's trying to put a food thing together, and he just yeah. cannot. Maybe maybe Sundays. I like whatever. the ice cream one. That might be the ice cream one. Um, but the, anyway, fucking the, um, the third season. Anyway. <laughs> I've already seen that, and that was kind of funny to me when I was in high school. But th- there's no more than that. It's always that thing again and again, but with but, no change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one you were watching was the version of yeah. It's been that the whole time it's always been that and yeah, i was introduced to that in high school and that was cool when i first saw it but i've seen it yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. by the way speaking of chevy's physical comedy we did forget one thing that happens in the second episode oh we are beating around that bush yeah well we there's a battering around that there's bush. a sketch that there's oh, like a chevy is playing a, about it chevy's watched, playing a woman we with, literally just watched voice. this episode and i had already forgotten yeah. about this chevy's playing uh, a woman with a black eye Who's like also in a cast? Oh yeah, and she's sitting on a couch. All and, sort of. Oh yeah, and then she's just sort of monologuing like, "Oh man, I didn't expect to get hurt like this." And then something pops up on screen. It's like you're not alone. And then they do three or four variations. Variations. And it's like, like a minute it's, and a half, and it's very no, very it goes serious on for a while. Very and tense. You're like, this is not cool, Chevy. You think he's just making a sketch about battered women? And then the punchline. Chevy's is, playing the battered woman. Chevy is playing the battered and woman. and the narrator and the narrator, and then at the end is like. Call this number if you're part of the clumsy community. The extremely clumsy community. That's the punchline. She did it to herself. And then and then it's about three minutes of him just falling over trying to call. It goes on way too way long. Way too long. And again, like when we're describing it, it sounds you could see like this sounds like perhaps an alt comedy masterpiece. I assure you, it's the most boring version yes. of everything we're talking about. Because the joke what's so frustrating about it is that is actually a funny joke you know the twist is that oh she's just very clumsy it's terrible taste it's horrible it puts a terrible image in your head uh and it's cl- I mean, drawing it from is, references that are ghoulish i will say it is in the oeuvre of 1993 fox yeah to do a joke about abusing women yes for sure uh, like you know who needs to get taken down a peg you know who's got it too easy in this world chevy chase who's, yeah oh yeah oh yeah but to them it's bad women yeah uh, well, yeah, obviously. Uh, it's God. doubly uncomfortable considering how he treated all of the women he interviewed. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's just, I don't, 
You've had enough, Chevy. This is a weird because it's it's a weird bummer thing to talk about <laughs> at the end of this being like, yeah, and then he just did this in the middle that my brain immediately blocked out. Well, I'm mad. That is how he ended if, our experience well, with no, him. <laughs> hey, if you'd like to end this on a more positive note before we go into what we would change and shows we recommend, I can do my impression of uh, Sam Elliott if you'd let the interview keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this is Sam Elliott if the interview had as much time as he needed. So the thing you got to understand is with uh, Screen Actors Guild regulations, every extra, a certain number of them have to have a SAG card. But basically, so if you don't have enough uh, extras with SAG cards, then then you got to give some of the extras that aren't SAG members like a, a membership for the day. And if they do three days of uh, extra SAG membership on days where there aren't enough SAG extras, they can become full on SAG members. And we're actually filming in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So you're filming on location. Of, there aren't, we're filming on location in right, Gettysburg. I'm sorry, I'm not finished talking. And there's, there, there aren't a lot of SAG members in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, so we're pretty much exclusively working with non-SAG extras. So we have to give pretty much all of them the cards. So that means every day we're paying a fee to give these people single-day SAG memberships until eventually, you know, they're all SAG members and after three days of filming. just keep going, and the podcast is going to fade out. <laughs> is it possible to would, loop that? I want you to know that what I was just doing was not an exaggeration at all no, of how Chevy let Sam do the interview. Free on YouTube. You can watch for yourself. <laughs> Anyway, what would you do to improve the show? You said earlier. You uh, I would no, just let in uh, new artists. I mean, like, he did hire new writers. I think he may have tried that. But no, hire, hire established writers. No, but hire. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, let in new. Like, let in like talented people. He knew just, from what they had. He just. It looks like he just hired a bunch of people who liked him and would let him do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so like get someone like get another personality like Tim and Eric. It's like, well, it's the problem with community where like Donald Glover was the funniest person in the cast and it drove Chevy insane because he was supposed to be the funny guy coming back for his back. And now he's playing the villain idiot, mm-hmm. uh, which he's playing it, himself. Yeah. Which is, can be funny, but he couldn't have the self-awareness around it to have a redemption arc. Instead, he, oh, he would have been a beloved villain if he just embraced it. Yeah. Been just amazing. Uh, okay, Dane, okay. how would you improve the Chevy Chase show? Well, first, I would say uh, we're firing Chevy, uh, but like not just firing him. I want him destitute. I want him <laughs> not dead, but almost. So we're uh, suing suffering. him. No, I want him in like in the jungle somewhere with no way to get uh, help. Um, I want him to be scared and alone. Um, I want I want him to feel powerless. So you want naked and Chev frayed? <laughs> yep. I think that would improve the show. If Chevy Chase were powerless and uh or you know what? You know how we improve the show? Let's just make it Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... way funnier. So like All a right. high school age Jimmy Kimmel is hosting this yep. show? Right. Actually, yep. yeah, I'm already I'm already fine with that. Here, here's my crazy pitch to make it better. Okay. You announce the show. Right. And the like you say that the host you call it like whatever uh, show, yeah, and then you announce the host is some like Ryan Seacrest type, just some real boring guy. Right. But you announce that Chevy Chase is his sidekick, is his Andy Richter. But really, like you've told Chevy, you're act- it's actually your show. But every show Chevy is just presented as the sidekick that hates the real host. That's really good, and he's because that's the perfect role for him. And yeah, he's trying to sabotage the actual host throughout every show. He's a great Daffy Duck. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just being. Yeah, he needs to be an antagonist. He's like an he's antagonist. Clear, like he's he's the movie star, and he can't believe he's fallen to the sidekick role, and he's just sowing chaos throughout. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, 
if he had the emotional intelligence enough to be that villain, he would okay. be. I would love him. Honestly, a Conan O'Brien uh, with yeah. Chevy Chase as his chair. Yeah. Just grumpily being <laughs> there in the corner, just like. Chevy, you want to participate in this one? Nah, I don't feel like it. Because he gets to do Chevy's all. Chevy's gonna take one out on this one. Because <laughs> he gets to do all kinds of promotion beforehand, where Chevy's like, "I'm not happy that I'm in this role," and then people are gonna tune in and be like, "Okay, what's going on here?" Uh, you know, I can play jazz, right? Uh, <laughs> he just in the middle of interview starts playing the piano, <laughs> just trying to. It's hilarious. I would love the, the Eric Andre the and Chevy. Seat. Honestly, Chevy Chase as a sidekick is a great idea. You know what I mean, hilarious? Him in the Andy Richter chair trying to mac on Goldie Hawn. Yeah. So yeah. Then, it, then it is weirdly actually funny because the sidekick shouldn't do that. It's obvious they shouldn't do that. The host has power. That would be so The, the sidekick that isn't a, in power, which yeah. makes it funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Especially if it's like some boring Ryan Seacrest that was like, Chevy, you gotta stop. You wanna know what it is? Yeah, because it's benign deviance. Yeah. You need it to be... Uh, uh, safe but not boring and yep. what he is is a dangerous powerful man and so it's just scary yeah yeah take the power away from him yeah you know what you know what maybe i was too harsh <laughs> maybe i was too harsh maybe maybe we'll give him a blanket in the jungle okay wow we're still murdering Chevy though okay let's recommend <laughs> shows all right dane what's the show you want to recommend um, uh, my recommendation, it's been on my brain all morning. Nirvana, the band, the show. It's Great difficult show. to get. I love it, dude. I recommended it a couple episodes ago. A uh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you want to say anything? Oh, I guess. Oh, um, it's, it's so like, hard I, I, to describe. Uh, there's so much to talk about with that show. Also, where could they find it? Because that's a weird one to find. It's a hard one to find. It's, it's on the, the internet season. archive. Okay, fantastic. You internet just archive. go to the internet archive and search If for you it. have $14 and you want to get it through Amazon Prime. Don't support Amazon Prime. Don't support Amazon Prime. Get it through the internet archives. You know what? Edit that out. <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah, they, don't want you, they want you to find it through the internet archives. Internet archives. Uh, we've been bringing it up. Guys, watch the Eric Andre show. Hell <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, the Eric Andre show. It's, it's the show you want this to be. Yeah. Uh, or that Chevy apparently wanted this to be. Yeah. Uh, I'll do another weird uh, talk show that I'll do uh, Z-Way. I've heard of it. You heard I'm going to uh, do things Z-Way. <laughs> it's Z-Way or the highway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, she was a YouTube show type, or she was a YouTube person who then got a show type <gasps> show. And I know what all, you're talking about. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it's weird. It's, well, it's Wait, uncomfortable. It's good? Well, it's, it's uncomfortable on purpose. It's funny. It's definitely, okay. it's, it's a weird show. It's definitely worth checking out. Chevy as Z-Way sidekick. Great, but he's in a cage. <laughs> very, very, very nice. Nice entrance, nice boots, nice looking guy. This is a hell of a way for him to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Say, you know? well, Thanks for the laughs. For a lot of years of good laughs, you know. Hey, thank yours, you very you much. Know? Very nice yeah, of you. Thanks. Yeah. So, good night. <laughs> uh, you are known for your, you know, rugged cowboy western roles. Uh, it, did you have any idols as kid, as a kid, for these uh, pictures? Uh, any particular ones, like? Uh... It's only in all like publicity huh? stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, of I'm course I did. You know, I mean, I I grew up as a child, seeing a lot of westerns. You know, Gary Cooper and Jimmy Stewart and you know all those guys. You yeah, know, you're which laconic. Most of like... this audience is probably too young to know most of those guys yeah the, the new film Gettysburg uh, yeah is, is it's a hell of a movie and it's an epic movie it's, it's a it's pretty incredible undertaking that Turner got involved in here Chevy 
No, it's, it's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning novel by a guy named Walt. Just me? Sure. Shearer. Shearer. Boy, Walt Shearer? No, Walt Shiraz is the other Walt, guy. Walter Shiraz. Shearer. The uh, astronaut. Shearer. Yeah, Shiraz the astronaut. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Michael Shearer. Thank you. Yeah, Michael Shearer. <clears throat> yeah. And this thing was like laying around for 13 or 14 years, you know, and... Uh...